Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone theme podcast. We record the show live on the Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are Wacky Wes, Mikey Dread, Art Faulkner, Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out. Evening and welcome to Let's Drone Out. We have a couple of very special guests this evening, so thank you very much for Tawanda for coming on, and thank you very much to Blue Owl for coming on and, and sort of arranging this tonight. So, from, from what you were saying, so Blue Owl uh, put, put us in touch as Tawanda is part of a a, a, a group of, of drone users that Blue Owl has been working with through her work, um, but uh, Tawanda is part of this new group and it's the, the first group i believe using uh racing quads um that, that i was being aware of so you know obviously we're going to be very interested to hear what what's going on with that um but there's also uh and and tony was was very excited about this and and sending all the links all around uh i i believe you've been uh working on a, a book as well that's just been released yes yeah, just published a book um, called Drone Professional One. So that's out. Um, yeah, I'll give you links to Amazon. You guys can go check it out. That's pretty cool. Definitely have those in the show notes and in the, yeah. the, the description below. Absolutely. Cool. Um, so I, I guess kind of um, for to kind of kick things off. Um, so how, how long have you been flying? Jeez. Oof. Um, I would say about four years now um is how long i've actually been flying and um yeah so i started off with racing quads um started off with your um we call them your what do you call them your uh your whoop your mini whoop kind oh, yeah. of thingy whoop box, um, yeah. yeah um those ones um so started out with those a couple of those what about six or seven of those we <laughs> went through a whole bunch um so i used to follow i don't know if you know rc sailors Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to follow those guys a lot. Um, so whatever new drone was coming out, I try to kind of buy it, and you know, so I had all sorts of different kinds of drones. Um, then moved over to actual, actually getting proper quads, um, proper racing quads. Um, a couple of which we actually, um, I think there's about two that um, my friend and I we actually, you know, just bought the parts in, got bought the frames, the motors, the ESCs and everything and kind of just put it together and started, you know, teaching ourselves how to fly. Got, a, you know, got a couple of radio controllers there. And then, yeah, um, kind of, I kind of fell in love with it and just got to any, like, kind of, we have like a, um, almost like a, for you to be like a park. Um, for us, it's just like an open space, open field um, near one of the, the sports centers, um, sports clubs. And just go out and just fly and that kind of thing. Our summers are long here, so it's really cool. So we have a lot of time to just, you know, whiz around and just fly and that kind of thing. And I crashed enough the times. I mean, but I, I used to find it cool because, I mean, we had these tall, like, trees. And there was one time my drone came down and, and hit almost every single branch coming down. 
right? And it must have been like more than 10 branches. Came down and it was just one of the props, you know, one of the propellers that were damaged. I was so happy. I was just like, oh, this is it. This is the dream. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I got started. Um, yeah. And then obviously moved over to commercial drones and that kind of thing. But the fun was always in the quads. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Um, have we got a bit of um, microphone noise from yeah, someone? Can, can you hear a bit of noise coming shuffling. from some? Yeah, like a shuffling noise. Everyone stay still, but speak. <laughs> I think it's to wonder. I think you're no! the culprit. It's really? you. Stay dead still. Stay dead still. Are you speak. on a Are you on a, a laptop to wonder? Have you got like a microphone on the? <laughs> you don't have to do. You can speak. <laughs> <laughs> If your, lap, if your laptop's got a microphone, it might be picking up hand movement on the desk yeah. and stuff, perhaps. Uh, so it could okay. be that. Is that where your mic is? Uh, my mic is on my on my headphones. Yeah. Oh, it's on your headphones. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it might yeah. be the lead oh, moving that, around. Yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. Yeah. A bit, of, bit of vibration. Can you yeah. can you try to keep that still, please? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. definitely That's, that. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> that. <laughs> Hold it there. Cool. Don't move. <laughs> so, where where are you, where are you based, Wanda? Uh, so I'm in Zimbabwe. Um, Zimbabwe. I'm in the cap. Yeah, Zimbabwe in the capital city called Harare. Harare. Uh, yeah, that's that's where I live. Mm, cool. Yeah. And you've been flying race drones for what four years? You say? Um, I'll say yes, but that makes it seem like I'm a professional, and I've been well, doing it. I mean, and I've been growing professional. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's that's for commercial drones. Okay, that's yeah. commercial. Yeah. I, I definitely don't want to put myself anywhere in the league when it comes to racing drones. I feel very shy because I know there's some really good people out there. So yeah. Well, yeah, you've got to be like fourteen, fifteen now <laughs> to be to be good. You've got to be young and. Do you go out racing and stuff to end, or are you, are you just about sort of going out with friends and having fun and crashing into trees more? Yeah, definitely more the crashing into trees, having fun. Um, I was actually having a chat with Blue Owl and I was just telling her that I think um, the challenge that I have here is in Zimbabwe is that most people at that stage and almost everyone's at that stage of just discovering it and they're just having fun, you know, getting the quads in the air. Everyone's kind of, there's so many um, of the camera drones, commercial drones that people have that the moment you give them a racing quad, they get confused. And they don't know what they're doing. So, so we don't have any like professional or even semi-professional kind of racing going on. So it means the quality of even, you know, people who are racing here, it's, it's purely for fun and just hobby. Um, yeah. I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. I think that's the best sort of events though. Like, mm. and I mean, my favorite events to go to are the ones where it's kind of, everyone's kind of pretty local and grassroots and kind of, all very supportive and kind of helping each other out and and it's not so kind of hardcore competitive but it's it's a bit more of a a, a fun fun way to spend your time uh, so yeah that's, that sounds like good fun so yeah uh, what- I've, I've always been about sorry i was just gonna say i've always been about like the meetups rather than racing sort of getting together mm. with friends and getting all up in the air together and just chasing each mm. other around and in, inevitably it turns into like i can hit that gap no you can't well i can hit that gap and you just end up in a big pile of parts but that's i think that's the best that, the best times sorry frank i interrupted 
I was going to say, uh, so what, what's the what's the name of the the group that you're sort of meeting up with at the moment? Then? Um, so we call it Drone Racing Zim, so Z I M, short for Zimbabwe, um, and that's it's basically a community of people who are currently um, you know currently have um, racing drones, racing quads. Um, and then guys who are interested in actually building their own and some guys who are just like super keen to want to get in the space, but are kind of like on the fence. Um, yeah. So, so how, how many of uh, are you that's in, in this, in the group? Uh, about 36. Wow. It's um, quite a big total. group. Yeah. But I mean, it's a big group in terms of the numbers. Like we're all like on the one like platform. So we've got kind of like a WhatsApp group as well going on. Um, but we've got a lot of spectators, people who are like, yeah, that's cool. Hey. And supporters type of thing. Um, people with actual quads, I'd say maybe about 11 <laughs> of that number. And then a couple of guys with like your little, um, what are these, these DJI sparks and things like that, that they're like, yeah, I'll come and I'll join, you know, type of thing. When you guys are having your races. We, we, we had an event. So we used to host events. So I've been hosting like kind of like meetups, like you mentioned, um, Carrie Kitten. Um, so hosting meetups. And I remember our second uh, meetup when we hosted, and uh, this was must, must have been like three years ago. Um, someone came with an Inspire 2. And I was like, hmm. And started flying around as Inspire 2. And we're all flying racing drones. And I'm like, ah, not quite what we're looking for. But look, I think we, we're all just here for the fun and for drones and that kind of thing. Hey. So. So yeah, we've got a lot of enthusiasts. Yeah. That's pretty how did cool. you meet how did you meet our I've got to mention Blue Owl? I've been shouting at <laughs> Yeah, I've been reading the comments. <laughs> <laughs> how did you two get to um find each other? So I'm actually the very lucky person to work with uh, with these guys and other flying labs. Um I, I work for the NGO who co-creates a network that Tawanda and uh, his team is a part of. So this is pretty cool. There are 30 more flying labs like this all around the world, not only in Africa, but also in the Latin America and Asia. And yeah, I get to meet all these, you know, crazy people specialized in all kinds of things who just fly, fly drones all around the world. And then you get to, you know, see their work and see their projects. That's 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 really great, and I'm um, yeah I'm, I'm basically the um, very humble technical support for Aww. anything that's going on whenever they they need help with flying or processing data. So, <laughs> like we said, uh, Zimbabwe is the newest flying labs who joined us not too long ago, uh, but we have two more just coming up in the as we speak. Basically, we are launching them soon, so the network is growing. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, yeah, but uh, to be honest, when yeah, when we met with Tawanda a few weeks ago, uh, when we talked for the first time, I think we stayed on the we, we like started with the you know the work call, and then we stayed for like one or two more hours just to <laughs> chat about drones, you know, <laughs> like outside of the working time. And what was really cool um, about his story, well, one of the cool things was that. Uh, he actually um, uh, sees the importance of knowing how to fly manually, uh, not just pressing a button, doing your job, and then landing. It's 
Mm. I think there is still complexity mm. in doing projects like this. Even if you do press a button to take off and land, there is still the complexity. It's just somewhere else. But I really appreciate the pilots who really take the time to uh, not only fly the DJI drones, uh, but also to learn how to fly manually. This yeah. is really great. And um, another thing, sorry, I, you see, guys, I started talking now. I can't no, stop. You, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, another cool thing that I remember from this, from our call, is that. Um, you guys, uh, well, Zimbabwe Flying Labs, you guys actually really care about teaching the kids how to fly as well and spreading the, you know, the, well, yeah, teaching people, you know, at least to show them that it can be a career that you can have. You can be a professional mm. drone pilot. This is really cool. I really love that. Yeah. So how, how did you end up going? Because obviously, like Blue Owl, you were saying, uh, you're sort of helping out with the data processing of that kind of thing. So how did a group of uh, racers then end up getting to the point where there's kind of the, the flying labs and the kind of the applying the technology in a uh, you know in a slightly different way, or or is it is it more about using the flying uh, the quads as a as a way of, of just kind of including more people in it, um, or is is there kind of a the, that technical data processing is is that kind of thing now becoming more of what you're doing? Mm, for me, it's always been my job. So I actually started with data processing first, and only then I started flying different things. So I started with FPV, but yeah, it, it's very much connected one, one one field with another. So I actually studied photogrammetry and remote sensing. That's uh, that's like asking you know for <laughs> for being involved in the drone industry. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to uh, kind of integrate FPV and racing and, and you know, uh, like freestyle racing quads into the whole world of, uh, you know, humanitarian projects and uh, yeah, applying for, for, for work. I, I like the idea of uh, mm -hmm. that sort of, uh, what do you call it? Pro I've forgotten the name of it now. The photography you do to, to build up the 3D models. What's, what's its name again? Photogrammetry. Photogrammetry, thank you. I like the idea of doing that on a racing quad, but only having enough concentration to do this couple of stripes. So you've just got this this building geometry, which just, just is two, two faces. And like all the rest is like, yeah, I was diving something else then. I didn't get that bit for you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that probably wouldn't work. But I really like the idea of involving the kids and teaching the kids. Um, how to fly FPV. FPV, to me at least, is more fun than than flying DJI. Yeah. Again, it's it's kind of two different things, but it's still well, it, it's it's my whole world, you know. I've yeah, process the data, fly DJI drones for work, and then after hours I fly freestyle. So, <laughs> so I would like to find a way to to kind of incorporate the two. But I think Tawanda is doing a good job at <laughs> incorporating racing drones into the more professional side. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, maybe if I can just chime in here. So, so the inter interesting thing about it is like, um, for me, the way I actually got started was um, uh, deciding on which two to go with just because 
yeah, it's all drones, but then you've got the quadcopters and the drones, and then, you know, everyone's kind of like, it's almost like everyone's on two sides, <laughs> in a sense. Um, but you, I actually decided to go for the racing drone side because it was all manual, because I really wanted to understand the tech and how drones actually work. I didn't want to go for the, you know, the auto kind of setup um, that most people are used to now. So in doing that, I, you know, got a deep dive into the space. And what I quickly then saw was that, you know what, this is probably the best way to teach anyone. If you want to be a good, you know, drone pilot and, you know, the guys who then go and get their licenses and that kind of thing, you actually need to learn the manual way first. Um, and I just take it similar to like, you know, kind of like in my country here, driving, for example, um, we still have manual transmission. Manual transmission is still a big thing here. I don't know if it's a big thing there. Um, but when someone's learning to drive a car, they're supposed to be trained on manual transmission. Then, you know, automatic is not something you, people get tested on here. Mm. You can't really test automatic, you know, um, which is good. I think it's, it's still a good skill to have. So for me, the drone side of things was like the, in fact, the drone racing side of things was that to say, if you really want to be a pilot, you, you've got to know the ins and outs of it. Because even those guys who fly and us now who fly DJIs, you tell them what's an ESC, they're like, huh? What's that? Do you know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't even know the, the ratios in terms of your motors, you know, and what's the difference between having a motor that's like, you know, 2300 versus something else. Do you know what I mean? They, they don't know and they don't understand the tech itself. And I'm like, yeah, so, so you're, not really, you're not really a pilot. You, you know, I mean, yeah, you're just doing the easy stuff. Um, and I love going into now, like what uh, Blue Owl was talking about is like, now I saw that I was like, look, I think the only way to teach people about drones is to show them this side first, show them the quads first, get them to play with that first, get them to figure out and actually learn how to fly a drone properly, right? Without all the auto stabilization and all this stuff. Then if they move over to this stuff, that's something else, but they really at least understand how the tech works. So then we started going into schools, starting trying to teach, you know, every chance we get. So by the time that we started going into schools, we had about 13, 14 of our own little like, racing quads. Um, so we'd go into schools and then just, you know, like have kind of like fun days and open days and just like fly drones around and let the kids crash a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tawanda, can you please... Not smooth. Come on. <laughs> this, this is this is, you speak and this happens. It might work quite well. Is if if uh, if you if you hold the lead just slightly away yeah, just, from you. There we go. There we go. We want to hear what you say and it goes yeah. on to a podcast and it's gonna be trouble taking that. So, Tawanda, yeah, what have like... you been doing in the commercial space, and have you managed to, if you're if you're doing stuff there, are you getting your sort of regular race drones involved in that sort of stuff as well? Um, so, in the commercial space, I do a lot now. Um, so, I started off with the racing side, and then I moved up to commercial probably about two and a half years ago. Um, and then, so basically, so basically, here, here's here's just a quick one. All right. So, I was spending quite a bit of money on the drones. And then it wasn't doing so well at home because too much money is going towards buying racing drones. So then I was like, no. Nah. I've not heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I've never heard that from so, so then I figured, look, I'm going to have to go the commercial way so I can earn money to go back and spend 
on (laughs) (laughs) yeah no seriously ultimately my plan was and i was telling blue all this i was saying like when we started we reached out to um what's his name nicholas herbowski from drl one um i don't know if you guys know him sort of in passing Uh, but not not particularly Oh, from from D, from DR yeah DRL DR that's not DRL not DRL well DRL Drone Racing League in America, mm-hmm. um, so we started to him um, you know and they're doing some amazing things there in the states really pushing the industry the drone mm-hmm. racing space so anyway we started to him and then we're like hey we want to connect we want to do all these cool things so we wanted to now host events so my dream this was my dream guys when I started like this was my very first dream I was like I want to host a world championship drone racing event in my country at we've got like this cool super nice resort town um called victoria falls it's supposed to be one of the it's one of the seven wonders of the world so i wanted us to create like a racetrack in the wild okay mm, cool. that's what i wanted cool. like elephants and you know well we're not gonna we're not gonna fly near the elephants guys. <laughs> <laughs> with me, yeah. well that might be okay. quite a uh, gate but, we'll, but we'll, be, we'll be close we'll be pretty close okay we'll be pretty close but like I wanted to like really set up like a cool, like massive obstacle course. You know, like the whole there was one in the, the one that I saw, the the world drone, the one in Dubai or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. World Championship, the one where Luke, your guy there, Luke, Luke oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And, and I think Tony was talking about 15, 16 year old. I think I think Luke was 16 when he won that. I, th- I think he was probably younger than that, but yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So well, I was following that. So I was like, no. The next one needs to be in Africa, in my country, and people come here, right? And we do it here. So that was my thing. But yeah, we're a long way off. <laughs> keep, keep the dream alive, because it would yeah. be a, it would be a, um, it would be a bloody lovely trip. To, I'd love to go to Africa and do that in Zim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I had to move over to the commercial side because I couldn't bankroll. Buying more drones and repairing and stuff. Like I was showing Blue Owl, I've got like a box, um, just I think I've got a box full of like little quads and I mean, little propellers, sorry, little props and stuff, and then like a whole bunch of broken parts. Um, yeah. How, yeah. How do you find getting parts to Zim? Is it easy? Is it hard? Is it Ooh. expensive? Is it? It's now it's super expensive. Um, back when I started, um, it was a lot easier. Um. Yeah, because I think just the economy here has gone south and all sorts of things. And that's also what's made things slow down. Is back then, like when I started 2016, back then, um, 20, and 2017, people had like expendable income and they could spend money on buying things like this. Now, yeah. now I'll have maybe one or two people the whole year who will come up to me and be like, I'm really serious about buying a drone. I want a racing drone, that is. And I want you to help me. Can you help me get it? And then getting it here um if we buy because we we normally get stuff just from straight from china so we just order stuff from china and then like i ordered something in february it got here in september type of thing and these are like and i, and, and I was buying a run cam and i was buying new motors for my walkera um and then other stuff just got like it didn't get here so i'm still waiting for some some parts um so so now it's a nightmare it's not yeah it's it's not so now getting into the space is tough and i think we've just got we've got a lot of missing pieces that we need to you know get our racing drones fixed and to get things back in the air again but yeah um 
hopefully i think things will get better hopefully next year we'll see um yeah but it'll be good to get like because it's tough to get the community going because people will will reach out to me and be like hey how do i get started and then i tell them you have to order online and then they kind of like lose interest yeah. after a while yeah mm-hmm. so yeah yeah but that sort of yeah waiting time to actually get stuff i can imagine you got kind of got bored and found something else to do well, exactly. it's drone, drone techs, like it's yeah. it's updated within weeks. You buy something, one, a week later it's out of date anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine waiting that long? It's like, oh, my God, this is prehistoric. <laughs> that's, the problem. that's the problem with tech. You buy a phone yeah. and it's out of date in the next couple of months, you know. Tech moves mm. so fast at the moment. But, yeah, yeah. That, must, that must be hard waiting that long for stuff. Yeah, and and also like the racing gates, that's a big space as well where we don't have enough of the proper things. You know, what I would want is those proper, I don't know whether you call them timed or whatever it is, where at least when you fly through, it just like sets off that you've Mm -hmm. gone through the markers and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, rather than having cones, cones and hoops, you know, that I'm like, nah, we can't keep doing that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we need to kind of move up a bit I, I do remember the, the the sort of when we started out uh putting sort of quads in our meets and let, let's make a racetrack and it's like we'll just make some hoops out of stuff mm. and we'll build them and we'll put some foam around them and it's like this hoop is invisible unless you're like one inch away from it there's there's a big difference between homemade and the ones with like the the proper coning around it where you yeah. can see where you're going it's crazy yeah. stuff yeah 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 yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great if um, maybe so I've talked about this before. Some um, UK pilots and American pilots and stuff. If we have spare things that we could like donate somehow to places like um, Zim, where it takes so long to get things, because I've got you know I've got props, I've got motors that I don't use anymore that. I'd love to somehow build some kind of community where you, you you put in the bits you don't want and send them to places that, you know, where you maybe can't afford them or it takes so long to get there. And I'd, I'd like to do something like that. Maybe we can um, talk off air, Blue Owl, and to wonder about doing something like that, maybe. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure there would be even more people, in even in our network, there would be many more pilots who would be interested to to really like you said Stawanda, you know learn how to drive in manual <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, learn probably. what an ESC is instead of just flying a DJI uh yeah ju- just you just guys uh, you just made me think of something because I actually because I kind of work on one side and then spend my free time on the other side you know I'm I'm kind of in between the two worlds. I really, um, I really, I'm not a fan of, uh, you know, the shaming that's going on. I, I don't like the fact that FPV pilots really criticize the DJI pilots uh, mm. and the opposite as well. If you're a DJI pilot, you know, the, the FPV guys, they just fly for fun. It's, it's nothing. Yeah. You don't do anything really. And I, I'm not really a fan of that because like I said, I'm, sort of on both sides of of the story. So um, 
like I said, the complexity of the project is actually still there. I mean, you could have, and there are a lot of, you know, DJI pilots who might just take off and, and land with their phone. And that's fine because they do a ton of other useful stuff. They are, they might be super good at making videos or editing photos. Uh, <laughs> They, you know, there is a, let's say there is an earthquake earthquake in the Philippines. And because we have these local groups, the flying labs, there is somebody who can just take their phantom, even though they don't know how it works. They don't know what's inside. They can collect the data. They can help people when, when they need it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of, <laughs> you know. There's the opportunity (laughs) to combine too. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we had on the person's name I've forgotten who flies commercially and is over here filming a lot for the the UK TV program uh, Top Gear. And he was a traditional commercial pilot flying in Spires and Phantoms, getting the normal sort of high up shots. But recently, he's been flying race drones with, uh, albeit with the DJI HD system quite quite helpfully and doing all the car chases and stuff like that as a, a completely sort of different type of flying that they can cut into their program quite nicely so there is an opportunity for lots of crossover in the commercial space so there, mm-hmm. there doesn't have to be infighting between what commercial pilots do and what fpv pilots do it's all uh, it's all the same stuff and then we then we can get back to fighting amongst the guys with uh, nitro planes and stuff instead who, <laughs> we're <ruining> <laughs> Yeah, I fly both. I fly DJI stuff and race drones, freestyle drones. I fly any. I fly anything. Like this, there's, there's shots that you, you can only get with a DJI stuff. You know, I, I love using both. Sunday, I'm going to go out. Sunday, and I'm um, going to Camber Castle. I'll be taking my Inspire to do shots of that. But I'll be racing or freestyling on the beach with my other race. I'll drone, tell you what so. you haven't done, Tony, which I have, and that's FPV the dog. Why haven't you done that yet? I've done it. <laughs> She's so small. <laughs> just same size as my dog. It's fine. You just you just make up a little. My dog harness. is the size of a cat. Have you seen her? She also wears a cowbell occasionally. I mean, she does wear a cowbell. It looks smaller on the internets. <laughs> <laughs> That's only when I'm mountain biking, so I can hear her. If she stops for a wee or whatever, I can I can hear her behind me. She stops. That's why she wears a bell. It's not animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. So, so you know what's interesting is like Blue Owl, for example, like she's, she's actually brilliant. She's being very modest. She is brilliant. She <laughs> yeah, she's very modest about what she does Flying Labs Network. Um, so she was talking about that and, and just being a part of it. And she actually holds a lot of the things together and does a lot of work there, um, like she was saying. Um, with the data processing, um, software side of things, as well as you know, helping um, get everyone up to speed and you know, training people. So the Flying Labs itself is actually a very powerful platform. Um, yes, I've flown in the G Dog. I've flown in the Vic Falls. I have. Wow, that must be cool. <laughs> I really would love to do that.
Right, 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 right. I got so much cool footage, yo. Have you, okay. have you got a YouTube channel? I do, but my YouTube channel is actually called the African Drone Professional. So you guys can look that up, African cool. Drone Professional. But on there, I'm just talking about the drone industry. So it's dead boring for you. Oh, man, come on. We want to take some big You need a, a second channel, think, African right? Drone Professional Gone Wild or something like that. Right, 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 right. We right. want to see the dives of it. Right. So, 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 so guess what? Starting January, I'm working on my, my showreel, Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so first of January or second of January, I'm publishing my show reel or some of my work over the last year or so. It's going to be epic. It's going to be oh, epic. Oh. All right. Well, and then, already. and and then next year, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll start posting more content of like stuff that I actually shoot. But right now, I'm just it's just a platform where I talk about the drone industry and trying to help people who want to get in this space to take it more seriously. But that's more for commercial drone stuff. I had a channel called Drone Racing Zim. But I'm telling you this, but please don't go to my channel because there's nothing there. Right? There's, like, there's like one video and then I'm like not proud of it and please don't go and see it. I think it, right. the link's been put in the chat already and can I remind you to hold your microphone away? Yeah, okay, I'm holding it up. I'm going to tell you off every time. Sorry. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. going to say, what what is it, what's the good stuff in Zimbabwe to look at? Because... Africa's a big place. Zimbabwe's down the bottom, yeah. isn't it? Close to South Africa. Because yeah. we always think Africa, we think the elephants, we think the savannas, <laughs> but it's a big place. Is, is there stuff exciting to get out and film there as well? Yeah. Who lives in boring England? Yeah. What? what? You've got nothing. I was totally <laughs> just saying, we live in England. It's like, what can we film? I filmed a tree today <laughs> and some grass. That's how exciting it got. Yeah. So, so my mum-in-law... She actually lives in England, um, and my my father in law. So I'm going to say shout out to them so that I can send it to them. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> 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 yeah. So they're they're in Luton. So yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So don't worry, guys. I'll be coming up soon. Okay. Very soon. Just wait for you know the pandemic to finish. I'll be up there. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. all. When you when you do come over, if you want to hook up and fly with any of us lot, give it shout us, shout us, and we 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 co fly with you. I'll come and watch you first, and then I'll decide <laughs> I'm going to fly with you, okay? Because I don't want to get embarrassed, you know. No, nah, no, nah. you, nah, you, you bring something along and you run what you bring. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's right. it. Yes, you clearly have never flown with these guys. You will outperform them instantly. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. I feel like yeah, I feel like I can do it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I did though. These, funnily enough, we did all meet up at Luton, didn't we? Yep. Uh, maybe a couple of years ago. And uh, yep. I was the same. I was like, I don't want to fly in front of these guys. And then when they started smashing into things, I was like, oh, <laughs> they're just like me. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's so cool. That's so awesome. But yeah, please, guys, I've, I've put a link in uh, to the book. So I, I co-authored a book. It's called Drum Professional One. And basically all that book is really talking about is um, uh, how drones are being used across different industries. So you guys know this kind of stuff, but it's covering things like how drones are being used in like healthcare, insurance, security, agriculture, etc., etc., which is kind of like the space that I'm involved with, um, so I have my own drone company. So before I joined Flying Labs, I've got my own drone company, commercial drone company. 
um, that does like drone services and, you know, you know, that all that kind of jazz. Right. So we we do a lot of kind of work in that space for agriculture. We've got we actually have a crop spraying drone. Mm, um, cool. we also, yeah, we also just do crop and plant assessments. We do some work for infrastructure construction as well. Um, yeah. so we're starting to get into a bit of telecoms. It's it's I mean, it's it's not the cool, like fun, fun stuff, but it's it's like it has value. So it brings value to our clients and and makes sense to them and that kind of thing. And then now, like a big part of what I'm involved with is education. So I'm really, really big on education. I've always been just even just for the tracing and stuff. So now what the Flying Labs is allowing us to do is we're actually building out a curriculum, a youth program that's going to, well, there already is a youth program that's just released, been released. Um, and we're going to be helping also to add to that youth program, which is going to be basically a platform to help anyone who's like young. So whether you're like junior school, middle school, high school, whatever, or even like college, um, to learn about drone tech um, in different ways and that kind of thing. And that's where we get to decide how kids learn about it. So I'm definitely going to include them learning, obviously, about, you know, quads, right? Um, before they get into doing everything else or just alongside it. You know what I mean? Because I don't think it'd be holistic if we just taught them how to fly. I think, you know, kids need to learn how to build, you know, and basically learn how to program and code as well. Um, and that literally lays the foundation for the work that we're doing as Flying Lab, which is like delivering things like, you know, um, humanitarian work. And um, there's some like for like us, we want to do stuff like drone um, healthcare, drone deliveries and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, all that kind of stuff when you're, when you're actually building a system for healthcare delivery. So you want to do drone mm. delivery, um, having a background in building quads and coding them and programming and getting them to fly is actually the foundation you need and will put you give you an advantage when you want to now develop like delivery systems because you're going back to learning about payloads and balance and okay and what size motors can carry what payload and how do i increase this and you know all that kind of stuff so so i think the foundation is in is in racing drones um for a lot of the things that we want to do in development that that helps people and you know changes mm. people's lives yeah yeah. I definitely, definitely think I should be on the team for building. And <laughs> you should be in the education class, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to let's, be in the class. Lesson one, how to join two wires together. Put down the duct tape. Tony, you say, see this man here? And it don't do anything. He don't does. copy him. Yeah. Yeah. How not I have you. used chewing gum to, to join wires together <laughs> once. It was only once. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about how long it lasted. You'd, you'd think lesson learned pretty quickly, wouldn't you? Oh, no, it's bad, isn't it? No, that's really good. That's really good. So uh, I can only fly, but I can't. I can't. I'm not very good at building, but I, I know where you're coming from. It's good. Mm. If you have built a few things, Tony, monstrosity, yeah. so I call them. Yeah, I think well. if Tony, if he had the choice, or didn't have the choice, should I say, he would have to get the chewing gum out and build stuff <laughs> until chewing gum stopped working, and it cost him so much money that you'd have yeah. to do it properly. You'd have to learn how to do it properly. I can. I, I used to do it before I met all you guys. I I did it. I've built I've built stuff what's flown before, but I ju I just do not like doing it. I just like the flying part. I, some people we love building, like there's people in the chat who's like, I'd rather build. Look, see, blue hounds go around up. I wouldn't rather build, but I love building. It takes me ages because I just like the process so much that I never want to finish. So I just really, I just can't. No. There yeah. are people 
Not know. only like it, but are so good at it. All the wires are laid out beautifully, yeah, oh, no. and everything's perfect. But then there's like, oh, I don't want to risk flying it now, and it becomes like the the hanger it's queen, ornament. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I have That's got no some fun. ornaments that I d- I didn't build them, but I have got some. I won't ever fly them. They're just totally built quads sitting in my special place. See, look, I love building. I enjoy building. Look at all this. I enjoy Clive. Why are you so surprised? I don't think it's I got given. Oh, no, no, no. Don't even say that. <laughs> That's not part of the fun. The fun is sitting on your chair flying. That's the fun. No, you're flying something you've built yourself. That's like super, like you, you've achieved. Yeah, I have done it. Don't like it. I don't mind it. I can't do it nice. I can't do it neatly. It's a ball of no, wires, yeah, but it still yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it works. I don't it mind. starts I'm, off I'm, with I'm great intentions, you. and then it's like one thing goes a little bit like that's a bit long. Then we'll just tuck it in there, and then that's exactly. oh, that's a bit short. Let's just hammer and make that fit. <laughs> it all goes. That's that's why I enjoyed building the thing out of Frank's box of nothing so much because it was already broken. I just had to like <laughs> mash it together with tape. Yeah. Look, so many people love it. Yeah, there's also the setup part, and that's something that I don't enjoy. That's why I switched to Mm. Mm. Kiss. Yeah, (laughs) what Peter fly and setting up the kiss, setting up the cameras. Yeah, the worst bit is tuning as well. I don't do tuning. It needs to work. It just needs to work. (laughs) I don't know. Now we're we're luckily enough that Peter fly and stuff was and kiss and that are just so good now. You know, back in the old days, back in six, seven years ago, when we, you know, it was coming out of the box, it would just be like this permanently, and then you had to tune. But now we can pretty much load any five-inch frame up with a beta flight, and it flies pretty good. So um, we're lucky now. And the props mm-hmm. don't break when you look at them. <laughs> yeah. I used to look at my props, and they'd snap. <laughs> Damn things. Good old days. Yeah, it's good, old, good old days. No Sims, nothing like that. We never had yeah. Sims. Thought I sound like an old git, don't I? Sorry. So, Tyler, what what what's your current FPV setup in terms of like what what's your favorite FPV quad that you've been flying? Um, what's what goggles have you got? What radio are you flying? Yeah, so for me, I've got different ones. So I was actually trying to show Blue Owl a couple of them before. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of what Tony Starr said, I don't feel so bad. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm currently flying two. So there's two that I'm currently using right now. And they're straight out of the box type of ones. Okay. Um, the ones that we kind of custom built. Yeah, they work, but they're not my favorite. So we've got, I don't know if you guys know Walkera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heard right. of them. So we've got, oh, you heard of them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll carry an F210. Um, so that comes with a Devo, I think we've got a Devo 8 um, radio controller. Um, that's what we're using right now. And then in terms of my goggles, my goggles are really whack, guys. They're really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I've got, what, what did I show you? Did I show you the, my, my, I showed you my racing goggles, hey? I don't think so. 
still have them here. Where they are? I think they, they might be in the, in the cupboard right now, actually. Um, I'll, I might need to get them for you guys. Go on, go on. Go on, show us what right, let, me, let, me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Hold on, hold but on. when you come back, remember to hold your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Smash, bang, wall up. Blue Owl, have you been able to get out and fly much recently? No, not so much yet. So just after I moved, okay. there was so, a login, which started. Um, <laughs> right. So here's like a sort of custom situation going on there. Here are my goggles. Are oh, there um, like a box goggles? Yeah, box goggles. Okay, let me put this on so that you guys can see. Ah, uh, Ishin, mm. uh, Andy will know what they are. Ishin, okay. what? And then I've got, oh, sorry, I have to get my headphones on. Headphones, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold oh. your microphone away <laughs> from your T-shirt. <laughs> Good boy. All right, cool. All right, so I got these, and then I've got a couple of super old, what are they called? They're like the old, old fat chocks, like the very... Second, Dominator V one, probably something like that. N not the Does the eyepiece keep falling out? That's that's the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably. So I got these. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So you guys see them? The VR, yeah, yeah. Whatever things. So, so those are like everybody's saying in the chat. Yeah, exactly. So so these ones are like, um, and then. Um, yeah, so these are like 480p type of thing. Um, then I'm also using um, an EA Sheen wizard thing. Um, I think X220. Sheen wizard, yeah, yeah, you know that. X220s or something like that, something like that. ST, right? Um, so those are currently the two that um, I'm using. Um, and then we've got our little custom thingies that are going on here. Um, I don't have all my my radios here. I've got one here. Um, this one. This is like my beast. Oh, sorry. Here you go. Is that, uh, what's that? Futaba? I can't even see what that is. That's a, is oh, it a, a, a Walkera one, isn't it? Walkera? No, 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 it's not Walkera. No, it's Walkera. I think this is like Spectrum type of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Spectrum. Oh, yeah, Spectrum. This is Spectrum, so. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, so that's that. And then the, I've also got, um, yeah, so at the office I've got the Devo's, uh, Devo 8, I think, as well. Um, and then I've got an X, I don't know if you guys know XK. Yeah, yeah, XK. I've got an XK, it's, it's white. <laughs> I'll have to check XK something and then XK because XK got a very nice radio controller eh? they got a very nice custom one. yeah yeah pretty good Tava uh, protocol XK yeah yeah, oh, yeah it's very nice um, but then it only works with theirs so I'm just like ah it's annoying and they haven't brought out any new ones in like 10 years it's been a while right? yeah it's been a while yeah. XK they sort yeah. of um, they had a lot of nice 3D models that uh, yeah. as, as in uh, reverse prop that uh, that I checked up. I haven't seen anything from them for a good while. Yeah. Exactly, but but the radio controller is beautiful. I'm mean, like it's one of the best that I've, I've I've ever used or seen. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, we all fly cheap cheap radios. Most of us fly the cheap Tyrannus radios anyway. We just yeah. they're they're really good radios, but. 
we always we always change the gimbals in ours to the nicer gimbals, but they're just mm. pretty cheap, pretty cheap radios, to be honest. Mm. So mm. as long as it works, as long as it works, eh? Mm. Yeah. So to, Tawanda, do you have you um do you fly have you flown a plane, wings, or anything like that? FBV? No, I haven't. No. Okay. Oh, you missing it. You have to you have to do everything as soon as you get into FPV, it starts <laughs> working up at this camera. On a dog is one, another is on a wing and start flying that around. <laughs> you know what? I've I've been out to guys who fly model aircraft a couple of times, right? And I've been there seeing them doing their thing and I'm there and then I pull up my drone and do my thing next to them. Mm-hmm. But I have no desire to fly their like items. Like I just I'm just like nah. I'm like, I'm happy. Well, even if you put a camera in on there, come on. Are they just yeah. going around in circles and doing boring stuff? Yeah, because yeah, then they have to do all this, like, ah. climbing, and then it has to, like, like it has to go up, You just, right? you just pretend you're in a quad. No, no. It's much more exciting on a plane, because when you come down low, you have all that ground turbulence, and you're shaking around. It's like, am I going to die or not? And <laughs> You just don't know. It's good stuff. Try everything. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll try it next time. I just was like, nah, I'm happy with my racing drone. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. We've, yeah. I think we're all we're all flying uh, wings here. I think we all like flying them. Wings, yeah, wings. yeah. A lot. Anything we can FBV. Oh, really? Andy's mate proved that you can make it out of a cardboard box as well. Absolutely. Yeah, you don't need even anything other than a cardboard box to get. To get a plane going, that's and it. A bit of old tatty hardware. Oh, <laughs> so chew- and some chewing gum. Yeah. yeah. So, so you guys follow those guys. I don't know. I forgot the name of the guys who make planes out of cardboard box. And they've got some YouTube channel, and they—that's all they do and stuff. There's this flight tests that flight use test. phone. Yeah, yeah, flight tests. There we go. Yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. have they have some some nice specifically made very light. Stuff lightweight foam uh this this was not that this was an old crappy box that has just been cut up and had lots of tape put on it and it still flew it still flew so how come you guys so how come you guys don't fly then um on the commercial side how come you guys don't do fixed wing then you guys should be flying the evs right blue owl since they like all these things the what the evs the evs yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a fixed way you should look for EB, so E B double E. Oh, EB, yeah, EB, yeah, yeah. EBX, and that kind of thing, yeah, yeah. A couple of us have flown commercially now and again. Oh, for the fixed wing, well, not no drones, yeah, something for the fixed wing drones, so like, yeah. It's, it's, since you guys are flying planes, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've all yeah we've all we some of us have, but yeah. I think the the main thing is because we've got uh you know we're restricted to line of sight flying anyway, so we can't go anywhere or do anything that we can't do with a quad. If you see what I mean. So like if, if you if you're using a a wing, it it would generally be because it can go further and fly longer and go faster and things like that and that's just not particularly useful for anything that you're allowed to do commercially in the uk at least um mm. so that's i think that's probably the big restriction um but but so what what about you commercially what 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 are you using at the moment i'm I can, i'm kind of imagining quite a large 
fleet of things from what you're talking about doing everything from kind of like healthcare to telecoms. So just kind of interested to know what you've got in your range of what you're using. Yeah. So healthcare is what we want to do. We're not in that space yet, but that's definitely a big, big goal of mine um, to do drone deliveries for healthcare stuff, just because of the need that's there in the communities in my country. Um, um, But in terms of our fleet, uh, where our standard standard is the Phantom 4 Pro. So that's, that's a workhorse. Um, so that's doing our mapping, a lot of our just like, you know, small to medium scale kind of mapping work. Um, and then agriculture as well, just getting us data and information in that space, as well as doing kind of like your 3D models and your, you know, getting data for photogrammetry work and that kind of thing. So you Phantom 4 Pro, we've got about three of those. We've got a Mavic 2 Pro as well. Um, we had an Inspire 1. It's kind of on its last legs right now <laughs> type of thing. Um, we've just gotten a Mavic Air 2, um, which is cool, really cool. Um, the color's not bad on that one, and it's very nice and versatile. Um, so that's kind of our range right now. And then on the industrial side, we have one crop spray drone, 15-liter mm. tank, called the Joyance JT108 Pro. Yeah. That's really cool. How long does yeah. that fly for? Did I disappear or did he disappear? <laughs> there was a freeze up there. I think he has disappeared, unfortunately. Oh, Tawanda. Either that or he's doing a very, very good impression. He's doing a great job at keeping the mic very, very nice still. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what happened? Oh, hopefully he'll rejoin. I was just thinking, is there an untapped market for these crop spraying drones? You know, these sort of party island where everybody's partying and they're dancing around, obviously not in this thing. Can you just fill it with beer? And like it can fly over them and in their mouths. I think it'd be better to fill them with disinfectant at the moment. Well, <laughs> that's a good idea too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is interesting. The commercial side, we don't we don't see much of it over here, really, other than uh, you know. Well, Tony's kind of looking looking at it more than uh, anybody else. I, yeah, I, I, I was never interested in it because it would involve me having to travel around, and I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Also, I have to stay at home to do home stuff, basically. So I don't I'm know not, how much demand there is for it either. Maybe, it, maybe it's these times, but I never see, you know, adverts or anything like that for we want such and such. Also, well, I think like, what happened is there was that it was kind of like a dot com bubble. It was like everybody suddenly like, oh, I need to, I need to get commercial to do stuff, and then I can sell my services to all these film companies, and then. You know, places like the BBC said, why don't we just get our own drone pilots and use them all the time for everything? Yeah. And so I think it sort of got a little bit oversubscribed. Mm. And now I think it's so a lot of people sort of dropped back out again because they sort of thought, if I get like qualified and get my commercial license, people will just come and see me. And of course, you have to you have mm. to sell yourself as a, as a business and as a service to do that. They, they weren't quite aware of that. So I think it's a bit more streamlined now about what's happening. But I don't know obviously we talk about the industry for filming and tv a lot but i don't know what's going on in terms of agriculture in terms of photogrammetry in terms of um inspection that sort of thing how big it is out here i think blue owl can dial in on that yeah (laughs) so yeah when we think about making videos photos and so on there is definitely a lot of people probably way more than than needed but the thing is i think 
when you're specialized in something like agriculture or cargo or whatever, medical delivery, you know, um, anything like that, then you actually start with uh, another field and then you kind of work your way to the drones. And it's not the other way around. It's not, these are not people who say, I want to be a drone pilot. And then they figure out what they will specialize in. They they become specialists in a very certain, very narrow field like agriculture, and then they they happen to work with drones. This is this is what I usually see. So um, I guess when you are a specialist in your field, you will have you will know the network of people uh, at least in your country. And yeah, it's probably the work will find you if you are good enough. <laughs> yeah. That's that's my problem. That's our problem. <laughs> that's just not good enough. No, and I keep working. <laughs> we know you can fly well, Andy. Uh, after but, a couple of beers, maybe. <laughs> but on the on the topic of commercial flying, next week we'll be having uh, Robin FPV on, and we'll get Robin and Tony talking about the A two test, which is going to be kind of a bit different come January about what that really means so that will be interesting to talk about next week Um, have we got any any final questions before we we sign off not from me or anything else anyone wants to add hurry up and post your video to Andrew we want to see yeah uh, we just want to see the um, flying down Victoria Falls now yeah we definitely (laughs) want to see all all your FPV stuff (laughs) Cool, guys. Like I said, January 1st or 2nd, I'll have it up on my You're channel. You're making us wait, aren't you? Yeah, yeah 100%. I'm like promoting it right now. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, guys, we'll, African drone professional. Yeah, check it out. We'll, check it out, we'll check put it out. all your links in, um, in, 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 the, in the below of our YouTube channel. And, um, yeah, so hopefully we'll we're see you. We'll see you flying Victoria Falls soon. Would you um would you come back in a couple of months? Tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm I'm actually going to a conference on I'm in Zimbabwe, but I've been invited to speak at a drone conference in South Africa um, on Tuesday, Wednesday. So I'm actually leaving Saturday. Um, so the day after tomorrow, I'm leaving. Um, so I'll be going to South Africa, speaking at a conference there, talking about Zimbabwe flying labs. So Ooh. yeah some super cool stuff yeah excellent well we'd, we'd love to have you back and um roll on january so i can see victoria falls <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> cool, guys. So thank, thank you so much thank you guys appreciate you frank carrie kitten and the rc blue owl tony thank you so much guys. there you go we don't have to do our outro <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you should have done the intro. My stuttering mess. <laughs> Don't ever do that again, Frank, and we're going to fall out. Every time, Tony, from here on out. Basket. Until, until you do it. Uh, I'm going to okay. put you on the spot. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for coming on. This has been Let's Drone Out. Next week, as we said, we're talking about uh, the A2 test with Robin FPV and Tony. Uh, this week we have been Tony. Bye. Luau. Bye. Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> Good evening. Curry. Bye. And me, Frank. It's been Let's Drone Out. Thank you and good night. Telemetry lost.